Welcome or welcome back to Lift You Up Inspiring Health Stories. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham. I'm the founder of TB Media Group, but you can just call me your health and wellness matchmaker. Before I introduce you to today's guest, you know what I'm going to ask you to do. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button on YouTube and connect with me on LinkedIn. I'd love to see you there. But on today's episode, we have a really cool guest, and I I learned so much from her, Dr. Katie Dabrowski. She is a physical therapist who is honestly, I feel like changing the game, but also enlightening me on how physical therapy can be preventative. Our physical, mental, and emotional health is not just a want, it is a need for happy lives and prosperous businesses. Lift You Up is the podcast where we share inspiring health stories from business owners who are fulfilling their purpose to live their healthiest lives and helping you do the same. From former TV reporter to marketing entrepreneur and content creator, I care about sharing stories that matter and stories that connect us. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham, your health and wellness matchmaker. Hi, Katie Dabrowski. Thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. You are the co-founder of Old Bull Sports Medicine and Rehabilitation. Did I get that right? (laughs) Yes, that's correct. And also from everyone I talked to, an amazing physical therapist with a really cool story. So I'm looking forward to hearing more about that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, of course. So tell me about you. I want to hear the whole story, backstory as far as where you started and how you ended up to where you are now. I kind of got into physical therapy in a roundabout way. Um, I started, I've been an athlete my whole life and I've been really lucky that I've been around amazing physical therapists and rehab experts um, throughout the course of my athletics. I was a rower at Nova where I went to undergrad um, and I rode for eight years. So it takes a toll on your body as you can imagine. Um, But even being around such amazing like exercise professionals, I didn't really have that aha, aha moment that I wanted to be a PT until later. Um, I studied neuroscience in undergrad and I was really into research. I was working in labs and and doing a lot of awesome science. Um, And I worked at the Miami Project to cure paralysis um, down in Miami. And I was working on projects for spinal cord injury and traumatic brain injury and doing really awesome stuff. But uh, I could feel kind of a disconnect from what I was doing in the lab and not really ever getting to see it benefit patients and people in the real world. So um, I actually spoke with a physical therapist who was also the head of a really big project at the Miami Project. Um, Her name is Dr. Field Fote, and she's actually who helped me realize that PT would be the perfect career for me. She told me that um, as a PT, you can work clinically and you can do research and you can teach and you can do all these amazing things and actually really see firsthand with your patients. Um, the differences you can make and I was sold so that day I literally rerouted my entire plan I was um, accepted into neuroscience PhD programs and I decided wow. not to go. yeah it was terrifying <laughs> um, but I just knew that this was what I was supposed to do um, and I was living in Fort Lauderdale at the time um, working as an editor at a marketing firm because I had already graduated and kind of doing some random work until I figured out what I wanted to do um, and took some prerequisites that I needed for for PT school um, and applied to UM, which was my number one choice. And I'm very fortunate to have gotten accepted and kind of a crazy journey, but it was amazing. 
Wait, okay, so explain to me how this happened. So you were just going, you were accepted into a program for a doctor of neuro, uh, what are you, neuroscience? Is that, <laughs> clearly this is foreign to me. Yeah, yeah, that's fair, that's fair. Yeah, um, PhD programs for neuroscience, yeah. PhD program for neuroscience, yeah. and you thought that was going to be what you were going to do. Yeah. So where did like the switch, at what point did the switch come and you were like, okay, wait, no, I'm not going to do this. I really wanted to actually see what I could do to help a patient in real time. Um, not to downplay how important science is and how important these studies are. Um, right. This is how we get to know what to do with patients. But I wanted to be kind of more on the front lines, I guess. Um, I could just feel that about myself. And I also am a very social person. So being on a microscope for 12 hours a day was not exactly the way I wanted to spend my time. Um, PTs were really lucky that we're probably the medical professional who gets the most time with their patient. I see my people for a full hour. That's amazing. And I get to talk with them and learn about them and help and do whatever I can to help them. Um, and that to me was extremely appealing as well. So a little bit of that um, mixed with advice from some of my mentors who also saw that maybe I was a little bit more social and the, the personality that I had would be more fitting to be out there clinically than, than forever behind a microscope. Again, not to downplay the importance of science, but it just wasn't for me. Yeah, no, this just fits with your personality. If you're a people person, you need to be interacting with people. So you, and you, so you just graduated with your doctor of physical therapy about what, a year ago? Yeah, quite literally a year ago in May. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, and, <laughs> and congratulations on that. And now, Thank what, you. as of December of 2019, you co-founded Old Bull Sports Medicine and Rehabilitation. <laughs> I keep looking <laughs> at that because I don't want to get it wrong. <laughs> so tell me how yeah. that all, I mean, that's, you know, you're making moves quickly and that's really exciting. So tell me how you ended up meeting, I believe it is Frankie, who's yeah. the owner of Old Bull Athletics and how you came to partner on this venture. Okay, um, yeah, it's a whirlwind. It is happening very quickly. So it's exciting <laughs> and also overwhelming, but I guess that's part of it all. I always knew when, I, when it came to treating patients that I wanted to be able to see the person for the longest amount of time possible and never um, double book them or triple book them or quadruple book them, um, unfortunately. And this is a conversation for another day. But with the way of the world um, and with insurance companies and reimbursement not being as great as it used to be, a lot of clinics are forced to see many, many more patients um, at one time slot than they have to or than, or than, they, than they want to because um, they do it out of necessity. The, it's not the therapist's fault. They want to give the best care possible too. But unfortunately, healthcare is a business too. So um, I knew that I never wanted to do that. Um, and, and I knew that I wanted to be able to have as much time with my patients as possible. Um, I also am a really big proponent of um, using strength and using a lot of really cool techniques to work with patients that requires a lot of one-on-one -on -one attention. So I knew in order to give the care that I wanted to give, I had to do something differently. Um, and, and Frankie feels the exact same way. So. I'm friends with a few of the trainers at Old Bull Athletics, um, which is a fantastic private personal training gym um, with personal trainers who have the highest qualifications, who really know their stuff, and it's just such a fun environment, and you get very, very tailored and individualized um, sessions. And um, so I know a couple of the trainers there, and it was in October, 
because um, there's this horrible thing called Squattober. <laughs> and I went to do Squattober workouts with a couple of the trainers. So I went there and we did a workout and um, Frankie and I kind of got to know each other and talk a little bit more and we know a lot of mutual people. Um, and after that, we connected again and he, we both kind of agreed that we had the same mindset on how patient care should be delivered and what how PT should be in the space of a gym. And the rest is history. <laughs> we got together pretty quickly um, and started talking over a business plan and what we had in mind. And then we created the company in December and we've been kind of cranking away at it ever since. I want to know about Squattober really quickly before we continue on with your story. So tell me, what is that? Because you said it's some, it's some sort of challenge. Yes. Um, okay. okay. So it's, uh, it's pretty popular on Instagram in the athletics and fitness and training world. So it's the former strength coach from USC in California for the football team. He posts every day of the month of October um, a new workout to do, and it's all you know, heavy squats, and it's this program that he's created for the month. And it's pretty brutal. <laughs> it's really difficult, as you can imagine, because Monday through Friday, you're doing some sort of heavy barbell squat. So for some reason, we decide to do this every year. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, and then do you document it and you share it or? Yeah, the goal is to have a PR for your one rep max by the end of it. That's So you basically, the whole workout or the whole month, you calculate um, what your reps should be at based on the projected number you want to squat by the end. So everything, it's all formulaic and you, you can punch in your own numbers. So it's, it's feasible for anybody to do because you just use what, what is your value. So that's the goal by the end. And people all over Instagram, of course, they're tagging it and they're posting videos and they're all complaining about it. Um, so it becomes a kind of fun community thing. Okay, so everyone, we have time to get ready for this because it's not yes, until it's October. Up, we just talked about it the other day. We're like, are you ready? Oh my goodness. Okay, so we'll start getting ready for that. So you, you met Frankie, you guys started talking about this business plan and then dive right in and start this business December of last year. I mean, is this something you saw yourself doing once you were in your doctor of physical therapy program? Um, because entrepreneurship in general is something very scary for a lot of people. So it seems yes. like you just <laughs> went right for it. Did you see yourself doing that or kind of how did that happen? Um, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> I, I definitely knew I was interested in being involved in a gym setting and having that flexibility of strength training plus rehab plus recovery, all of that stuff. Um, I thought it was a much more down the road thing that maybe I would delve into. Um, and I also went back and forth from thinking I wanted to practice in a neurological setting. Um, so since my background and I am very interested and passionate about that, and I, I do see a lot of neurological, neurological patients now too, um, but my last internship in school was in a spinal cord injury unit at Jackson and I fell in love with it. It was incredible and it was life-changing and I got offered the job actually um, when I finished the program and that was what I was going to do. And then I kind of sat down and thought about what I really was interested in and what I wanted to do on a day-to-day -day. and I kept coming back over and over. I was like, I want to open something in a gym. Like That would just be amazing. I would be such, it would be so much fun. So I decided to decline the, the job offer to work in spinal cord injury and just go full force into this. 
Um, I told myself that if I didn't do that, I, and maybe if I took a job part-time and kind of worked on the side here and there towards this dream that I had, that it would never really happen. It was basically like, no, this has to work because I have to pay rent. So I got to figure it out. Um, I love that. So, I so just of, going for yeah. it. Yeah. Which is terrifying. Yeah. Because you're totally right. If you're just treating your dream as a side hustle, it's really t- hard to turn that side hustle into an actual dream. So I love that you just totally went, went ahead with it. So six months in, and I want to know how that's been going, but then it's like kind of three months into it. Now you're really having to adjust with so many changes with coronavirus. But tell me how things have been going over the last few months. And I also want to know a little bit more about, I know you have a different model and how and how that works too. Right. Um, so yeah, kind of the timing is crazy with everything happening in the world right now. When we started the company, um, we were doing phenomenally. It was growing really well. And, um, you know, we had a mixture of people who in the space already who were there as training clients were very interested in working with a physical therapist. And even if they didn't have an injury necessarily, doing things to move better and make their lifting better and improve their technique and and correct any muscular imbalances that could exist that would maybe lead to an injury later that we could kind of nip in the butt immediately. Um, and then that plus getting a lot of new patients. So we we were doing very, very well and it was, it was very exciting. Um, and then of course, you know, COVID happens and it's yeah. been a, a big shift, especially in the healthcare world because um, my job is very hands-on. I am very close to my patients. I'm, you know, always, always very, very hands-on for that full hour. As you can imagine, that poses a problem with coronavirus. Um, The great part is that we've amassed such a wonderful patient base who is willing to put in the work and do what they need to do, regardless of situation. So we have been able to work virtually with a lot of people. and you know that might sound kind of odd to some people who think of a physical therapist and needing to be really, really hands-on all the time. And there are cases that we can absolutely do virtually where as long as I can see you move and as long as I can work through you or work with you through a movement pattern or whatever we're working on, we can get a lot of work done. Um, and people have been phenomenal about, about wanting to do the virtual sessions. Um, what's also great about our model, which is something that we've believed from day one, pre-coronavirus. That's going to be a term now, like pre-corona. <laughs> Pre um, and post. <laughs> yeah. Um, is that we're completely one-on-one and we are committed to being one-on-one. And that's huge. Um, you can go to many physical therapy clinics, um, bigger corporations and bigger companies where they have a lot of, a lot of therapists and a huge patient volume, which is great. Um, they're helping a lot of people. But it tends to lead to patients having to be scheduled at the same time with two, three, sometimes even four other patients. And as you can imagine, no matter how excellent your physical therapist is and how much they want to help you, they have to divvy up their time and they have to kind of run around back and forth between several people. Um, It's exhausting for the therapist. And of course, as you can imagine, you know, patients aren't getting that one-on-one time that they need. So it was always our goal that we would never do that. That was never going to be our thing. We wanted to be completely one-on-one for the full hour with our patients. And we've done that from the get-go. And that's something that's been very important to us, but even more so now because we can assure our patients that they can feel safe, comfortable, knowing that when they walk in to have an appointment with me, it's just me and them. 
and they're getting that treatment and it's and it's safe and comfortable. Um, so that's that's really where we're at now and we've been able to push through because of that which is very exciting and as things are starting to open up more and people are becoming more comfortable um, we're seeing more patients and we're getting more patient interest so it's it's still going very well so i want to ask you about something that you touched on as far as um you know working with patients in a preventative manner kind of explain what that means and how that's beneficial yeah, this is probably one of my favorite parts of being a physical therapist um, is showing people that you don't have to go to a PT just if you have an injury. Of course, that's an excellent time to go to a PT. But um, what we are really skilled at and what we're, we're taught to be movement experts, which is pretty cool. We're taught to know the ins and outs of anatomy and biomechanics and kinesiology and these really cool things for us to be able to look at how you move through any position. So if you're a weightlifter you know, to analyze every position you would go through when, when you're doing these big lifts that you're, you're competing in, per se. And um, we're able to break down your movements and make sure you're doing them correctly, optimally, efficiently, that there's no muscular imbalances, um, that, you know, your, your, your pelvis is aligned properly, your, your hips are in the right place, just all, we're able to break down every movement and see where you're at. And that's probably the most fun part, in my opinion, is being able to take someone who's really motivated about what they want to do and make them even better and decrease their chance of injury because we've taken that preventative, we call it prehab, that preventative step um, before injury ever could possibly happen in the first place. Prehab. So I've never heard of this. Um, it's and the only time I've ever gone to a physical therapist when I ended up, you know, I fell off my roof, I broke my wrist, I needed surgery. And um, that's a very obvious situation where, hey, you know, I need to do physical therapy immediately after surgery. Um, but I never knew. I don't know. I Maybe I'm alone in this, but I never knew that you could see a physical therapist as a preventative method. Yeah. And so there's and that's where it can get tricky, too, because what insurance companies reimburse for and, and cover for physical therapy varies by provider it's becoming more of a thing. There are countless studies showing the, the benefits of doing preventative care to stop an injury from happening. So insurance companies are starting to come around to that too. So that's part of it. Um, what's also great about the state of Florida is we're a direct access state for physical therapy. And what that means is um, no longer do you need a physician script to walk into a PT's office and say, can you help me? You can walk right in and for 30 days, you can continue to work with that physical therapist if you don't have a script. And then after 30 days, the PT can re request um, a prescription to continue. We are taught how to, you know, really treat anybody who walks in our door and to know if it's something within our scope of practice or to refer to somebody else. Um, so as these laws are coming into play for PTs to have more autonomy as practitioners, um, we're able to, to treat many more people in, in ways that exactly that most people don't know about. So for example, this morning I worked with somebody who, um, he, he's a surgeon and he's in a very forward posture all the time because he's obviously working on stuff. So he's pretty rounded and he's been doing it for decades. And um, you know, he doesn't have an injury, but we're working on posture, just awareness of his posture during these long surgeries. And, and working on these muscular and strength and flexibility imbalances that have occurred because he's been in this posture for so long. And just teaching him about how to move a little bit better 
and how to have better positioning when he's working in, in, in the OR and then also when he's lifting and training as well. So again, no injury, but we're working on something that just makes his quality of life so much better. Just as simple as addressing his posture. I love that. And th that was kind of what I was going to ask as far as who is this right for? Because myself as an example, you know, I was a dancer for over 20 years. So um, I ended up getting like a small tear in my meniscus. And then I go to, you know, an orthopedic and they're like feeling my kneecaps. They're like, oh, it's very obvious you, you were a dancer. And I'm sure like all these years of and then I just had always been in the gym and training really hard and weightlifting the whole thing. So I have this tear and they're like, you know, you can definitely do, you know, physical therapy. You're not at the point where you need surgery. And obviously I'm not, you know, someone who just wants to go ahead and jump into surgery either. So I imagine I would be a good candidate for something like this, but is it, or is it people like me or really anyone like I like the posture example what kind of people do you serve or are good to be kind of taking a look at hey I should look into this as a preventative method yeah um, that's a great question and to be honest everybody can benefit from it so to put it into perspective the people that I can uh, that I work with and examples of preventative stuff um, you know working with the elderly who we are doing everything we can to prevent them from fall um, fall risk is one of the biggest thing that the elderly deal with um, and just even educating people on you know making sure that you have um, a nightlight in your hallway making sure the edges of your rugs aren't folded over when you get up out of bed to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night strengthening these patient populations to have the strength to if for some reason they do fall they can get up off the floor um, things that a lot of people don't think about but I don't need to see you if you've come in because you've fallen already. I want to see you to, so, to make sure that I never have to see you for falling. Um, yeah. So we can work through all of that with the elderly population. Um, we get a lot of youth athletes, so high school and college kids come in who want to make sure that their pitching career is as long as it possibly can be because pitching is very, very aggressive and hard on the shoulder and the arm. So proper techniques to make sure that, first of all, that you're pitching correctly and that we're strengthening the muscles in a way that, that best balance you and make you able to have efficient throwing. And so that means we're strengthening your legs, we're strengthening your whole body to give you more power. Um, and then also neurological populations, the same thing, to prevent fall, to prevent any sort of injury risk. So there, and there's really no limit to who would benefit from it. So you mentioned earlier that this was a dream of yours. You were not necessarily going to dive right in right away after graduating with your doctor of physical therapy. Maybe you'd get there a little bit later. Do you feel like you are living your dream now? That's a cool question. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess so. Um, I feel it's very surreal. So I feel very lucky that, first of all, the, the sequence of events that led me to PT school in the time I was so stressed out and I couldn't believe that I was changing what I had planned my entire life around essentially um, and thinking that I was so behind in life and that I was doing this crazy thing by disrupting my plan um, and I was like 22 <laughs> so um, that's but at the time everything feels like you are just just uprooting something and, and starting over um, and taking time in between undergrad and starting my doctorate and, and figuring out what I wanted to do was the best thing I ever did. 
So anybody who thinks that they're behind in life, if they don't go to college right away or if they don't go to grad school right away, you are not at all. Um, it allowed me to come to PT school, a more mature student, um, someone who could be more excited about what I was learning and not be so, feel the pressure of kind of going straight from undergrad to grad school. Again, not that there's anything wrong with that, but for me, it was great. Um, and, and then also the people that I've met along the way, being at UM was an unreal experience. It was a phenomenal Go program. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's a top 10 physical therapy school in the country. It's, mm. it's incredible. The faculty are unreal. The friends that I've made, just phenomenal. Um, and then the people that I've met since I've graduated, and it's only been a year, but that connection with Ranky and what it spiraled into, um, it's just, it's, it's a humbling experience for sure. And I feel very lucky. If you could share um, a health tip maybe um, that people could put into practice right now, I know a lot of people are in the house still, or maybe they're sitting for many hours a day, you know, at home and not moving as much as they would because we're not out and about. There's no such thing as like a bad position or a bad posture. And I know people talk about like sitting is the new smoking and, and, and they're creating this fear around all of it. The only thing that's bad is doing something for too long. So it's not to say that sitting is bad, but sitting all day, probably not the best. Same with standing. Standing is great, but doing it all day, you're going to have some, some repercussions from that too. So changing your posture and changing your position throughout the day. So if you have to sit down and take all these calls and work from your home office, set a timer for 15 minutes. Every time it goes off, you get up and just do a lap around your house. Something as simple as that and just to get you moving more is the best thing that you could do, especially at a time like this when you don't have access to gyms or parks that we normally would go to. Just get up and move a little bit more um, to get yourself out of that, that same position that you could be in all day. Awesome. Yeah, I need to be get better at that myself because I tend to get locked in here in front of the computer and I'm not moving because we forget even just the little things. Hey, I have to drive here for this meeting or I'm driving here for this appointment. And, you know, you meet your parking, you're walking, you're just moving around a lot more than just being in one location all day. So I think we have to kind of make that extra effort throughout the day. To, and I like that idea, set an alarm, a timer, put it on the calendar. Tell people how they can learn more about you and connect with you. If you wanna learn more about Old Bull Athletics, our, the private personal training gym in Coral Gables, follow us on Instagram, we're at Old Bull Athletics. Um, and then Old Bull Sports Medicine, we have our own um, Instagram account as well, so you can follow us there. Um, and if you wanna know more about me and talk more about physical therapy, if you have any questions, um, my Instagram is KT, and then my last name, Dabrowski, it's a long one, so D-A-B-R-O-W-S-K-I, that's where you can find more information. Awesome, and we'll be sure to link all that information below in the show notes. You can still work with your patients one-on-one -on -one in a private setting and also virtually, which is so great, especially right now. Well, thank you so much. I really enjoyed the conversation. Yeah, thank you so much. I really enjoyed learning more about Katie, more about what she does and how physical therapy can be preventative. I mean, I really had no idea about this, so I hope you learned something new because I know I definitely did. I look forward to catching up with her more. So please feel free to go ahead below in the show notes, connect with her, learn more. She definitely has a lot of experience and a lot of knowledge to share with you. I appreciate you coming back every week, checking us out. So if you liked this show or wanna hear more, I'd love to hear from you. Go ahead and leave us a review hit that subscribe button on YouTube and also connect with me on LinkedIn. I'd love to see you there. 
Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy.